Hello and welcome, Almost 30 Podcast. What is going on? Hi, everyone. Welcome. It's Lindsay and Krista. So glad you're here. If you're new to the pod, welcome. Thank you for being here. And if you're an OG, hi. Hi. <laughs> we love hi. you. We love you. Love you so much. It's a nice mix. Well, being in the membership too, like I've just... People mm-hmm. are like, I found you two weeks ago. And other people are like, I've been listening to this <laughs> for like, like five years. And you made the commitment. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> when and it's the, right, it's right. When it's right, it's right. And then we have like Susie in there who's like, I remember four years ago and you said this one thing and I became part of the community. Um, the it's best. been such a joy, but hope you guys are well. Hopefully, you know, you're having a good February thus far. Recently had Valentine's Day. Mm-hmm. I didn't know so many people were in happy relationships. We're in happy relationships. Yeah. Like there was so much posting. I was like, <laughs> I literally felt insecure. I'm like, well, everyone's post. Like I didn't know that everyone was that happy. <laughs> like I literally was so confused. I'm like, everyone's this happy. <laughs> I think it's one of those things where like a Valentine's Day post in a relationship that's eh, could maybe make the other person feel a lot better. hundred <laughs> percent. Totally. Sean was like, should I finally post a picture of you on Instagram? I was like, no, it's not the day. No. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Justin's like, I already, only pictures I have are from holidays and they're just of us. I'm like, well, that's the whole goal. But at this point, it's like, don't care. Like, I just thought it was so funny. I'm like, wow, everyone's just thriving in their relationships. A few months ago during quarantine, everyone was like, this is hard. We're not doing well. And then, and then I was so weirded out too that I was like, we like Valentine's Day? Dude. People care. No, I think I no shot shade. Sean. He's like, he's like, okay, I'm not doing anything. I was just like, I, I don't think it's a day. Like, I don't like put a lot of worth in the day. It's nice. It's nice. But I was like, I don't really care. Like, I don't want you to like do, really do anything, to be honest. Mm-hmm. I don't know. And then like, and then like he didn't do anything. And I was just like, that's not the vibe. I mean, he did do, he did do something, but what? It wasn't like, he, he sent me, he wanted me to, yeah order something and he, he just like Venmoed me. It was hilarious. Oh, I know what you're talking yeah. about. A big dildo. <laughs> a big, huge dildo. <laughs> That's exactly what he wants. He said, this is for both of us. <laughs> but I was just like, but then I noticed like some of like my reaction. I was like, do I care that I didn't get flowers? And I was like, I know. no. That's the whole thing. But then I was like, I miss him. So I'm like, I kind of do care. Mm-hmm. Yes. <laughs> and then I was like, make up your fucking mind. Dude. <laughs> it is weird. It is a thing where it's like, like ebb and flow of it. You yes. know, for the first years, like me and Just, like I was thinking the other day, when we lived in New York, we went out to dinner. We mm-hmm. we took a cab there and back. We went to drinks after. And I'll never forget, we came home and I was like, we spent $400 tonight. We could not do that. Yeah. And I was like, that's like at the beginning. Mm-hmm. And then it just kind of like falls off track. But yeah, I, I do like, I got, Justin got flowers, which was sweet. sweet. But it's just, yeah. It's really that they've thought of it. I don't know. Uh-huh. It's such a weird thing because mm-hmm. you don't care, but if there's nothing, you do. Yes. It's so weird. A hundred percent. Like it's, I don't know what that is. Did you do anything for him? No. Nice. Cool. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> I know. It's like, it's no, no, no. I, I, kind I, of the vibe I, at yeah. home. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I do think Valentine's Day, like depending on which partner kind of mm-hmm. feels like, okay, this is my day to do that thing. Yes. You can kind of like sit, sit back and receive. You yes. Know, do that thing. I don't know what I would get, but <laughs> I don't even know. I got Sean groceries. You did? Yeah, I was like, here's some groceries that you probably would have gotten yourself, but I'll get them for you. <laughs> <laughs> it was romantic. Uh, anyway. It was just so funny. But 
I'm looking forward to this episode. I wanted to keep the intro just more brief so we, mm-hmm. we can really get into it. I'm really proud of this one and I just felt super inspired by this one. This came recently, like this was a hit or a download that I had a few weeks ago about, or that happened during the transition after our membership closed and after we had launched our new membership and we had done tons of rebranding. We had done a bunch, bunch of systems integrations on the back end for almost 30 And I realized I was like, okay, what's next? Like, what am I going to manifest next? What are we going to make our goals? What am I going to try and do as our next step? And I really hadn't made the space for to receive all the hard work that we had been doing the past couple months. And that was like all the beauty that happens in the membership. And that is really like the fruits of our labor. You know, I don't know how much time I set aside to really bear fruit of everything that we do. So this um, podcast episode is just me. And it's really inspired by uh, my hope and desire for us to really focus on receiving as much as we focus on our manifestation, our visualization, and our goal setting. I love it. Yeah. It's definitely a lesson of mine. I think I find a lot of worth in just giving and like the doing of it. And then when you finally either get that thing that you've been manifesting or someone actually reciprocates and gives you something, it's, it is like, pretty challenging Mm -hmm. (laughs) to be and receive it. And I also think receiving is just such a big part of manifestation. I'm sure you Mm -hmm. touch on that, but it's the energetics of, for me, it's like the the reaching sometimes like just diminishes any, any potential to receive. So I just love, I love that. And just talking about like more rest, like that, like receiving is like rest to me. Mm -hmm. Um, so I'm really excited about this one. Mm-hmm. It's a good one. It is a good one. All right, y'all. I'm really excited for you to listen. If this resonates, the best thing you can do is just share it with a friend or family member who might need to hear this message. And we love you all. Thank you for your support. As always, we do solo episodes generally on Thursdays um, and we do an interview on Tuesdays. If you're new to the podcast, make sure you subscribe. Um, We'll be in your inbox every Tuesday and Thursday. Yep. And then almost30.com, we have a brand new website, a new experience. We have courses and programs for helping people in their conscious evolution. And then we also have the Podcast Pro program. So Lindsay and I put every single thing that we use to launch, grow, and monetize our podcast and make it what it is today into the Podcast Pro program. So make sure to check that out if you're interested in starting a podcast or want to monetize or just want to see what it's all about. All right, everyone. We'll see you on the other side. Hello, my friends. Welcome solo with me, Krista, on receiving. And let me just give you a warning. I feel hot today. I am like very righteous today. I just got off a call with Manuela, one of the healers that I've been working with. And I just feel very passionate today. So if we were hanging out in a room, we would be having very passionate conversations. And so there's an energy coming through in this that I just want you to know that I'm feeling really passionate about the topic of receiving. And I'm feeling really passionate about our liberation, our growth, our freedom, our movements forward from some of 2020. Movements is a new word. Look it up. It's a movement. (laughs) 
So when I was thinking about what solo uh, topics I wanted to do for you guys today, I was actually really called to talk about receiving. I, um, Lindsay and I in Almost 30, we just launched our new website. We just launched our new membership. We integrated a lot of different systems into Kajabi. So we had a lot going on over the last couple weeks and there was a lot of output. There was a lot of output with content, copy, rebranding, uh, promotion, lives, continuing the podcast still. And I honestly was feeling exhausted on Monday after everything. And I felt a little bit depressed. I was like, oh my God, I should be so freaking happy right now. We just finished the website launch and rebrand. We just launched and closed the membership, which I'm so excited about, as you guys know. But I was just feeling like depressed. And I was like, what is this feeling? Why am I feeling so low right now? And I was thinking a little bit about how in all the doing, I felt worthy. But when I sit to receive, I no longer allow myself or feel worthy. So for the past couple months, we've been in complete doer mode. We've been in complete productivity, creation, go, go, go. And then when I finally have the first day of receiving the fruits of my labor, of bearing our fruit, whatever the heck that means. But energetically, when I'm in this space where I really should be receiving and really looking at our membership and being so proud of all the conscious, beautiful people in it and our website and being so proud of all the work we did with Tonic and our team and just really soaking it all in. Like once again, I'm living a dream. I never thought I would really be anything in my life. So to be where I am now, I feel incredibly grateful. I paused because... I say it's a dream and sometimes it feels like a nightmare. (laughs) I have to be honest, new level, new devil. But overall, I'm truly living my dream. And the fact that I didn't really give myself space and I actually didn't know how to receive it. I didn't know how to sit in my receivership mode. I didn't know how to be with the feeling of like, I created this thing. Now I should reap what I sow. And I realized that my normal inclination, my normal intention is to um, start to make my next list. What's next? Okay, what are we going to create next? What am I manifesting next? What am I going to work on? What's the next project? What is the next thing I can create or do? And I realized I spend so much time and attention on manifesting, on visualizing, on making lists, on you know doing projects, on doing all these things on trying to reprogram my subconscious or work on my worthiness wound or, you know, all of these different ways in which that are ways in which that I try and better myself in my life that are very active. And I thought if I was only able to truly know and understand how to receive, all of this work would be doubly worthwhile, triply worthwhile. Because when I'm in this state of constant doing and constant trying and constant seeking and constant, you know, trying to figure out what's next or trying to reach, I'm never actually receiving the things that I'm trying to create. And I was like, what if instead of pushing myself so much to always be creating, like as an example, this huge launch period, I focused on being better at receiving the gifts that I know are coming to me. And if I'm in my mind 
doing my visualizing and thinking about the home that I want to be in and you know the beautiful business that allows me freedom and allows me to support and, and work with you guys and my deck that I have coming out, all these things. And I'm like, what if it's there, but I'm never still enough? I'm never feeling worthy enough and I never stop to actually receive the things. And I thought about how our culture is so much about productivity. Productivity, productivity, productivity. If we think about from a very young age, even kids and through grade school and high school and college, your first jobs in the working world, it is fully about how productive you are. You are given raises based on how productive you are. You are given jobs based on how productive you are. You are, everything is around productivity, everything. It's like, we're just so hardwired to produce, to create, to do, to go, go, go. But we are never actually taught how to receive. And when I think about, you know, growing up in the programming that I received when I was little, <laughs> and I'm laughing at programming. It's, it's freaking programming, but it's kind of funny to like, you know, sometimes it, programming is happening unintentionally. Um, when I think about the programming or, you know, sort of the osmosis learning that I experienced when I was younger, I can't think of one time where I felt like it was okay to receive whether it was a gift or a compliment or stillness or nature or love and how much that affects, you know, my current life today, my inability to truly receive the gifts that we are pushing so hard for. And when I think about one of the, the powerful practices of my life, um, which you guys all know, you know, manifestation, Lacey of To Be Magnetic is one of my dearest friends. You know, we had her on the podcast three years ago. We've done many podcast episodes with her. And we were actually voice noting about this today because I was talking to her about how on the surface, when people don't understand true manifestation, they believe that manifestation is really like think and it will happen, push and you will receive, or like write down a list and it will come to you. And it's like the doing, you know, it's the kind of active, consistent work and doing, which is, which is very important. But it's also, there's so much time and attention when we're forcing and we're pushing on manifesting that if we are unable to truly receive then we're not going to get anywhere and we'll continue to be in that cycle. So with manifestation, Lacey and I were even talking about today, once you are, once you have worked to reprogram your subconscious to understand you are inherently worthy to receive, regardless of outside stimulus, you are able to then receive what it is that you want from the world if it's in alignment with God. You know, so if you are wanting a, a job that you love and you don't believe you're worthy, that job will not happen. The job will not be a fit for you because you don't inherently believe that you deserve it. And so it's like the laws of the universe that you will uh, receive what you believe you should receive. And so once you believe that you're worthy enough to receive this job that you love, you're in the energy of not only worthiness, but also receiving. And it's funny because, you know, my journey with manifestation, I went through a period of intense, you know, manifestation practices actually before I had met Lacey and I was doing sort of my own different understanding of manifestation. And now I really, I really do TBM, you know, 
through periods in my life. But I really didn't, I just did it really like forcefully. I was doing it all the time. I was like really focused on it. I always had my list. I always had my my journal. I was just really forcing it. And now that I am at this phase in my life, my focus is really to figure out who I am and to be more of that. And that means that I will be in so much alignment that whatever is meant for me will come because it is also already in alignment for me. And, you know, sometimes within spirituality, I think about all the different things that we do. And I'm saying this as a completely guilty participant in all of the things that we do. I'm a completely, I'm a proponent. I'm a proponent of all the things that we do. I enjoy them. It's been my life. It's my purpose. It's my passion to explore a lot of them. But a lot of them sometimes remove us away from the receiving and keep us in continued doing. And that was something I realized, you know, a few years ago when I was in Los Angeles, when things were open up and I was running from, you guys are going to be like, oh my God. (laughs) I was running from like a cryotherapy appointment to like a freaking, I don't know, some other appointment, just appointment, appointment, appointment. And it was LA traffic. It was late in the evening. And I was like, why? I'm like so stressed out now. I'm so stressed out running from these, these appointments that don't really mean anything to me. And I actually don't feel good at the appointments because I'm running around. What is the point? Like how much is this in benefit to me if I'm gonna, you know, my nervous system is is reacting. I'm stressed. I'm not even happy at them. It's like, what is the point? And it was me forcing myself to continue, you know, to do, do, do. And one thing I really wanna work on is, and, you know, I think we it's an invitation for us all to be in conversation more so about is being comfortable receiving when we aren't doing. So there very much is the law of the universe where what you will give, you will receive. And that is an important energetic balance. It's the yin and the yang. And it is like sort of like the karma wheel and cycle. But when I'm thinking about for a lot of us, like the output that we all put out as much as we are giving and as much as we are seeking to create in this world, I think that there's almost a kink in the hose for us to actually receive it. And we feel worthy of receiving only if we've done. So as an example, with our uh, membership launch and our website launch, I only feel like I'm completely worthy to receive you know, an amazing community of members um, because I've worked so hard and because we've done this for four years and, you know, we've done events and tours and all these things. But what if we were worthy enough to receive just by being ourselves? And for me within the container of the membership, which is something I, I want to work on with our community and members, is feeling like I can really be worthy enough for it by showing up, by showing up and knowing that I'm being myself and not really focus so much on overgiving and overexerting myself. Because if we think about in the world, you know, there is not a lack of food in the world. There is um, not a lack of connection or connection opportunities available to people, especially if we think about social media. How many social media apps are there in the world? <laughs> a zillion. I just joined Clubhouse and I am enjoying it, but I also was like, oh my God, I cannot handle another social app. And so 
I was thinking about all the ways in which we can connect. There's Gchat, there's Facebook chat, there's Facebook, there's Twitter, there's Snapchat, there's Clubhouse, there's Instagram. There's, there's so many different social media apps that exist, but yet people are lonelier than ever. And of course, that has a lot to do with the fact that it's a digital medium and you know people are um, not seeing each other in person. But I also really believe that it's because we often don't know how to receive in truth love from others. We don't know how to receive in truth love from the divine or support from the divine or even when we pray. I think it's been something that has been maybe an experience for people that grew up religious that I sometimes didn't think that I could ask the creator for things. I felt like I was like, oh, it's too, he's too busy. You know, I was like 10. So I'm like, he's too busy. He's brushing his beard. And I didn't even really know that I could actually go straight to the most high and ask for support and love and, and receive it. And that was even a permission I had to give myself too. that. I was like, oh, my, my spirit team, my galactic team, the most high is, is here in service to me. And I can receive that and that I can be in receptive mode more than I am now. And what I want to talk about now is that I think that there are some beliefs that we grow up with around receiving that are subconsciously kind of running in the background. And I think one of the first ones that I really, really, really believe and and just it was the the thing that most strongly came out to me today when I was just thinking about our conversation on receiving was that I have or had and been working against the subconscious belief that I am taking from others when I receive. And that can show up as if I receive this check, whatever the check is, then the subconscious belief is I received that check at the expense of someone else or I received that compliment at the expense of someone else or I received that attention at the expense of someone else or I received that promotion at the expense of someone else. And we live in this sort of in the matrix where it really feels like that push-pull where you're like, okay, so I got promoted, but I know my coworker didn't get promoted. So I feel bad. I feel guilty. And I think for women, you know, we deeply experience this when whenever we start to shine, we feel guilty or shameful that others are not experiencing it or others don't experience the joy or love, you know, that we maybe have. And um, throughout my whole life, I've really felt like this in a lot of different ways. Growing up, I felt like, if I was attractive, that it made other people feel bad about themselves. And I saw that happen within my family where if I ever I got a compliment, you know, after my awkward phase, after my retainer, after the glasses, after the lice, after, you know, this the eye patch, after the whole thing, when I was finally at a phase where I was tanning enough and I was bleaching my hair enough where I was maybe considered cute <laughs> and I got attention, it felt like it directly made my mom uh, feel bad. And so I always sort of felt gross or guilty if ever people complimented me on the way that I looked because I felt like if that was happening, then she was feeling bad about herself because people weren't saying that to her or she didn't have that same experience growing up, which is you know part of the mother wound healing, which we talked about in my episode previously and can happen a lot in mother-daughter relationships where if the daughter starts to get attention, the mother can sort of feel this feeling that, you know, as we know, isn't healthy. But I had the subconscious belief that if people ever complimented me on the way they look, it was because it would make other people feel bad. They'd feel bad about themselves because someone else 
was attractive or in the other case that if I was shining, it was at the expense of others. Um, As an example, in my relationship with Justin, my fiance, who you guys know, I always actually shied away from speaking about our relationship at the beginning in the first couple of years because I felt like I don't want anyone to feel bad if they're not experiencing this kind of love or if they're not experiencing this kind of um, partnership. And I never wanted to be like a stuck up. I never wanted to be someone that was like a know-it-all. And we have all these terms that we really kind of put on people that are being honest or people that are being truthful. And so I never wanted to talk about our relationship because I felt like it would hurt other people. So I think there are a few you know, subconscious ways in which like thinking it takes from others that we sort of prevent ourselves from receiving. Another is that receiving is selfish. That if someone was to walk up to you on the street and be like, I, you know, it's something I'm really called to do today and I want to give you a check for $10,000. And if you actually just received it and you're like, thank you so much, that people would look at you and think that you were selfish, that you didn't give it back, that you didn't say no, that you didn't turn it down, that you didn't, you know, whatever the case is, is that actually receiving is considered selfish. And I think if we look at media, we can look back to movies and you know commercials and programming and stuff. And really it's like anyone that is truly just receiving a compliment, receiving a gift, receiving love, it's almost like they're portrayed as full of themselves or portrayed as arrogant. And I think that's sort of a conversation that we have in the background as well is around receiving being selfish. And there's another thing that's very interesting about receiving that I had um, subconsciously going on as well was that receiving was intimate. And so (laughs) this is an example for me. This is very funny and sad at the same time. It actually breaks my heart about myself. So I love writing cards. I've loved writing cards for years. One of my best friends um, used to work at Papyrus. She'd hook me up with cards when I lived in Chicago and I'd write everyone cards, birthday cards, thank you cards, whatever. It was like my jam. And I also had a have a friend in uh, Chicago named Cassidy and she was a beautiful card writer. They were always funny and witty and it just became something I really loved. I love to tell people how I feel via cards and I still do to this day. But when you write cards, that also means that people send cards and people would send them even before I was writing them cards, but I get a lot of cards and, um, or I get and have had and even have stacks of cards and you guys will, you'll be sad. I, for the most part, have not read a lot of those cards because I have, it's, it's a receiving thing. It's me not really being able to receive the love and the kindness and the support and the emotion from people in my life. And that's why I haven't opened any of the cards, which is so sad. And it's really a fear of intimacy too. So it's also not only the worthiness around, oh my God, people could say this about me and it's true. But it's also like, oh my God, if they feel this way about me, that means we're incredibly intimate. And like, they love me as much as I love them. And they see me, you know, as much as I see them. And that intimacy at times can be a little overwhelming. It can feel a little, yeah, overwhelming is the word, you know, for someone that I deeply care about people. And so to 
receive that deep care and compassion sometimes can feel incredibly overwhelming. So when we are in the receptive mode and we are receiving love from someone and and we are not asked to give it in return and we are not giving it in return, it can actually feel very vulnerable and intimate. You can feel like, oh my God, this is actually uncomfortable. You know, if you think about what if you went an entire day in full receptive mode and you did, you know, nothing that you needed to do and you were, you know, had breakfast brought to you, you know, all the, the house things were take care, of, take care of for you, like all the chores were done, everything was taken care of for you and you were in full receiving mode, full on. Meals brought to you, maybe you're getting a massage, maybe you're having all your laundry done, maybe the house is being cleaned, maybe, you know, people are showing you affection through your love language that you're really able to receive it in that way. Think about how like uncomfortable you might be. Like, I feel like, there are so many times where we cannot just let someone give to us and we cannot just let someone like love us because it feels so weird for us to receive. Another way that, you know, over the years that I've been able to tell that I have issues with receiving is in the middle of my back. So on the opposite side of your heart, we have our heart faces out front. And then in the back, which is where our heart space is as well, is really where we receive. And I've always been so tight in the middle of my back on the other side of my heart. And I've always felt that tightness. And it really is because that's the side of our body where we receive. It's really like that receptive space. You receive very much so in your heart space, but then also in the back is where you receive. So when you kind of catch yourself like moving your back around, like I'm stretching my back out in the front, in the back, it's because my back often is like the physical manifestation of my inability to receive. So the ways in which that I work with and I suggest and we can do together um, how to change our ability to receive and knowing that this really is the key to our joy and our happiness and our freedom and our liberation, that this is as important as all the work that we are doing. If we are working all the time, then we are never in receptive mode. And this receptive mode is so important. So one of the first things that I really focus on when I am trying to receive, and I'm doing this right now with you. So this is really my focus and plan for being a better receiver. I am working to have discernment and increase my intentionality when I am giving. And I'm doing this to decrease any resentment. And resentment's like a very, hmm, sticky word because it's not something that's incredibly, we notice very much. And I think we can feel the feeling of resentment so much and it can be a program that's running all the time and we don't really even know why we're feeling resentment. We're like, I feel like a little annoyed. I feel a little angry, but I'm not sure why. And for me, I know that I am not monitoring my boundaries, that I am not being mindful to my own energy, my own space when I'm over giving. And then I can feel myself being a little resentful where I'm like, oh my God, it's that wounded feminine part of me that's like, oh my God, I've done so much. I've done this, I've done this, I've done this, I've done this, and no one thanks me. You know, no one is grateful for what I've done or no one is like supporting me in the way I wanna be supported or no one is seeing me in the way that I wanna be supported or no one is like recognizing how hard I'm trying or how hard I'm doing. And that for me is really me not having enough discernment for when I'm giving so that I can increase my intentionality of my giving so that I can know what I'm consciously doing and how much I'm consciously giving so that when I am ready to receive, I know that it's just as intentional as when I was giving. 
So when we're in this space, when we're kind of willy-nilly giving, we're like, oh yeah, I'll do that thing. Or yeah, I'll go there. Or I'll you know, support you in this way. Or I'll listen to you on the phone for three hours every night. And I'll do, you know, we're kind of like leaky with our boundaries and we're giving, 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 giving. It can be hard for us to receive because we don't know or we haven't set an intention on our giving. So when we're in the space where we need to actually receive, we actually don't really even know how to handle it because it doesn't really feel authentic all the time. Where it feels like every time we're receiving, we have to be very like mindful of it and judgmental of it almost because we're like, oh, what's the intention here? Like, what do they want? Or like, you know, what am I gonna have to do in return? Or kind of feeling like you're gonna have to continue on that like, cycle of giving because you've been receiving. So by increasing my discernment when giving um, really, really helps me to be more mindful about uh, being in receptive mode and be more joyful in my receipt. Another thing that I'm doing to help myself receive more is to feel it physically. And this is something that I do whenever I am in community. And I think the Almost 30 community has really helped me when we were on tour or we were... Um, doing events or you know any retreat or anything like that when people are telling me something very kind and something truthful and something heartfelt i would actually allow myself to physically feel what it felt like to receive such kindness and such you know vulnerability and such joy and i do that as well with justin you know if justin and i have a have a moment i always make us hug each other through the day and i think it takes 8 seconds of hugging to release oxytocin. So through the day, if he's walking by, I'll be like, we should hug, you know, we have to hug. We'll like hug for eight seconds to release our oxytocin. We're like our little oxytocin drug moment. And um, I will physically feel myself in receipt of his love. And I will physically feel my body and energy in receipt of his love. And whenever I'm in a moment where I'm feeling deeply connected or deeply aligned or deeply moved by friendship, by support, by um, art, whatever it is, I will try and feel it as physically as I can so that I can have muscle memory to remember what it feels like to receive so that I can really acknowledge and notice and call back to that memory whenever I'm wanting to receive more. Another way is to be present and have attention. And this truly, you guys is just the key to life. It's the key to everything. And, you know, it's like one of those things where it's like, be present and attention. It's like, whatever. Have you played Candy Crush? <laughs> but being present and having attention to the moment, to the energetics of a situation is so important because when we're actually present and attentive to a situation, say as an example, we are, you know, in conversation with, a friend or a lover or a boss and we're receiving you know amazing feedback most of the time we are waiting for the shoe to drop waiting for them to give the bad feedback waiting to understand why because we're kind of curious of why they're actually giving this feedback and we've kind of left the building and we're not actually being present and attentive to the words of kindness or the acts of kindness or whatever it is that we need to be receiving so it's very important, although uncomfortable, that we receive and that we be present for the receiving of what we have coming. And as a last thing, you know, you guys know this and I touched on this earlier, but there is a real worthiness around receiving. 
once we believe and know that we are inherently worthy of love, of divinity, of God, of support, of joy, of liberation, without doing, then our life unfolds. And so there is work, in quotes. I'm kind of trying to figure out how we can get away from saying the work. Doesn't it feel old now, but it's just so true. It's so accurate. How we can work to remind ourselves or to be or to exist, knowing that we are truly worthy if we are doing or not. That in our inherent divinity, we are worthy. So in order to get to that place where we are in true receiver mode of things that are in authentic alignment to us and to our higher selves and to our being, we do have to do work on the worthiness. We do have to do work on making sure that we are no longer working with the subconscious beliefs of, you know, my receiving takes from others or that receiving is selfish or that, um, you know, I'm fearful of being intimate. And so when we are doing that work around worthiness, that will also help us with the receptivity of the work, the knowance that we are worthy, the knowance that, you know, no matter what we deserve to receive. And I know that for so many people of our community, this will be something that, you know, I'm hopeful we can all support each other in together. And for me, that is calling my lovely community and friends and family out when they are self-deprecating or they are avoiding a compliment or a kind word or um, kudos. And I come from Ohio, baby, Midwest, roots through and through. We are the best at, oh my gosh, my whole life is gymnastics over compliments. I tell you what, if someone's like, oh, wow, you have a nice shirt on today. I'd be like, oh, this old thing, I got it in a trash bin. I honestly would be like, yo, what? And I'd be like, oh, well, you know, or I'd be like, oh yeah, I actually got it, you know, on the street. It was like five bucks. I can like give it to you. Like if you want it, you can have it. And just like all the ways in which I would just avoid and like play hot potato with whatever the kind words people were providing me. And so I do work now to really just like allow people and give people permission to receive the love, the compliments, the joy, the freedom, the liberation that we all so deserve. So- That is my wish for you, for us in 2021 and beyond to work on our receiving. I love you. I will see you on the next one. Thank you, Krista. Another good one. Another great one. Thanks for sharing this with a friend, whoever needs to hear it. I'm really proud of this one. So I can't wait for, for solo episodes to be in our life review. 100%. 100%. You know, I just think it's God. like really beautiful. Totally. He's going to be like, episode 402 was <laughs> one of my faves. It's going to be my Akashic Records. Um, and if you want to connect with me, you can further. I'm at It's Krista, I-T-S, Krista on Instagram. We love you all. And uh, just an announcement, we have opened enrollment for the Sacredness of Being Single program. This is a six-week program um, that was inspired by an episode I did a couple years ago by the same name. And I just found my season of being single to be the most transformative season of my life and has set me up just to receive so much in relationship and also just personally between me and me. And I know a lot of you out there are in that season and possibly trying to just wish your way out of it, looking for your partner, feeling lonely, feeling lost, feeling disconnected, feeling um, 
yeah, the pressure really. And so we are going to do a deep dive in this program and I'm really excited to have you all. So enrollment is officially open uh, tonight and will be open until March 10th. So uh, go to almost30.com for more information. And yeah, I'm just really grateful to be able to do this with you all. Yeah, it's going to be such a good one. And I love, you know, I was thinking about like, it's really beautiful that you have the relationship with Sean because it's like, you know, it's a beautiful journey to be single. Being single is one of the best things. And then also it is, it's like, oh, there is like this beautiful opportunity to to be in relationship. So I think you could have done this single because you were really rocking single and you could have done this in relationship. So Mm -hmm. um, for both you know, sides. It's really beautiful. Completely. So almost30.com for more information there. Um, Follow us on Instagram. We always make announcements and just have some inspo and laughs at almost 30 podcast. And we will see you on the next one. Yeah. We'll see you soon. We love you guys. Love you.